Welcome to the Resilient Business Podcast, a resource for collective action in a time of crisis. We've started this pop-up podcast to help entrepreneurs and business owners build resilience. We'll be sharing concrete advice to get through the very real challenges around COVID-19. And we'll also be facilitating space to come together as a wider community so that we can support and encourage one another. And your hosts today are Sonia Simon and me, Toril Wilhelmsen. This episode of Resilient Business FM is brought to you by HeatherThorkelson.com. So let's jump into it. I'm really um, excited about today's topic. It is about how to have a walk that benefits your business. And um, Toril is really well known for this topic, and she and I share a real passion for this topic. Um, You've probably noticed that during this pandemic that we are all dealing with in different ways, so many of us, entrepreneurs, and just really anybody who's working either 100% from home or more from home, it's really a struggle to take care of ourselves when we're working from a home office. Uh, you know, working in front of a computer just tends to leave us feeling drained and sluggish. And there are very good reasons for that. Sitting, you know, we know this really well from medical research, it's counterproductive. And getting outside to take a walk has been proven to bolster creative thinking. Uh, it just it makes you smarter, it makes you healthier. And entrepreneurs and home workers need to know how to utilize that. So in this episode, we're gonna talk about some ways to incorporate walking in ways that are gonna benefit your business. And we're gonna show you how you can create a healthier work environment for yourself just by going for short walks. We're talking about things between two and 20 minutes throughout your work day. Let's start with how I stumbled upon the benefits that walking has to offer. So I was in a very uh, stressful work situation and I could really feel that I felt so bad at the end of the day. And I was actually sneaking out (laughs) sometimes with some papers just Mm -hmm. to pretend I was going somewhere or I was going uh, to someone else's office or just taking a walk around the building. But I was going to have this small break because I instantly felt it was doing something good for my body and also my thinking. Mm-hmm. And then years later, I found that it also had a really great benefit to my health when I was ill. So this was a, a kind of a practice that I, I wasn't really aware of until I started doing it regularly. And I think we're so used to just sitting all day that we don't question it at all. So we have some resources today for people, some really good TED Talks that you can watch that will make you more, more um, you know, aware of the fact that sitting is really counterproductive uh, and how you can get out of that habit and be more creative just by going for a walk. So I thought we'd start with just going through some kind of walking meetings because a computer can be replaced when it's broken, but you can't just order a new body online. And that's what I've been trying to live after having the experience that it really benefited me. And I want this to reach more people because we we need to take care of ourselves first to protect our productivity and our creativity as well. It's not just a machine we're running it's actually our own life so yeah it's just 
good to have some practices for coming up with new ideas when you need them and uh, have a practice for problem solving when you're stuck. Yeah, and you have, um, I know you have a lot of actually specific ideas about walking meetings, which are still kind of uncommon, I think. Um, so I'm really curious about some of your tips um, for, you know, when can we make something a walking meeting and what's the best way to do it? And um, probably some lockdown tips as well. You know, what are our best tips for doing a walking meeting? Um, depending on where you live, uh, different people are at different stages of lockdown. Yeah. So let's dive straight into walking meetings because it's so many types of meetings that can be replaced by an outdoor meeting or a walking meeting if you're open to trying it. And that's like the only prerequisite that you're open to trying it. Um, and a great tip is that if you have something to do or a meeting that works as a phone call or a video meeting, it probably will also work as a walking meeting. But the main trick is that you prepare in advance so that you've actually read all the documents that you were going to discuss. <laughs> so you can come unprepared to a walking meeting. Yeah. But some meetings I've had great success with myself and that my clients have uh, told me work really well and that I've read about is, for example, having discovery sessions with prospective clients as walking meetings. And as, you, as you'll hear later in this episode, walking makes us more creative. So when you have a client call, and you discuss uh, possible collaboration or ideas for working together, you will be at a really great place and feel really good while you discuss this. So you can discuss it on a meeting where you're together, but also on the phone where you walk on two different physical locations. So if it's a short discovery uh, session, maybe you want to try next time to run that outdoors. So you'll just call up the client when you have your walking shoes on and tell them that you will be taking a walk during the session. And maybe they are intrigued by this and want to try the same. Mm. And it's really fascinating also how you can actually remember things really well on a walking meeting. And that's because walking both reduces stress. So you feel much more uh, calm and you is more easily get into the state of flow but it also actually improves and strengthens your memory a lot because it increases the flow of something called neurotropins in the brain. And that's a protein that's, <laughs> that's involved in maintenance of the network in the brain where, you, where we think. So walking or enhancing the region of the brain, that's most associated with memory, which is really why we don't feel the need to take a lot of notes while we have walking meetings, for example. Mm. And coaching calls can also work really well, but then I recommend having something um, like a notebook where you can make notes. Uh, and I really like to have catch-up calls with people in my network while walking. It feels like we're much closer in a way, if, especially if we're both walking. Yeah. Um, and if we're working together, we have created some memories together where we have visited the park or uh, went for a walk in the forest or just by the lakeside or something. And we have this uh, memory that we can recall later. And yeah, you remember when we were walking there, <laughs> we had all these great ideas and stuff. Yeah. 
And in the last episode, we discussed with Heather that we could have coffee dates where we get to know new people and expand our network. And walking meetings are really great for that. And someone that has uh, talked a lot about how to use uh, this particular kind of meeting as a business benefit is the business innovator and philosopher, I would say, Nilofer Merchant. Uh, she had so many requests for meetings and coffee meetings and, you know, pick, pick your brain meetings. Yeah. And she decided that uh, she wanted to take people on a walk. And so she both got very fit, but <laughs> she also had these great meetings with people. And then my favorite is probably the ID meeting. You can have an ID meeting with yourself, but also with other people. You will probably discover that uh, it's so easy when you're outside walking to discuss possible collaboration and new business ideas. Um, and also if you have a very difficult negotiation, it can be important to have a walking meeting where you physically meet uh, and you can find some common ground together. And some uh, Norwegian politicians like our prime minister, previous prime minister was uh, famously doing this with his political opponents. So it can work uh, no matter what kind of uh, business you're in or even if you're a politician. That's cool. Yeah, so I think those are the main ones. It's, it's many more, but I think yeah. we covered some ground there. Yeah, well, and, and yeah, and I think people can kind of apply their own creativity and because I think there is a, um, there is a sense of togetherness when you're doing a, you know, a walking meeting. There is just a sense, almost a sense we're literally going somewhere together, even if you are doing this on your mobile. So you're walking here and my colleague or my client is, is walking maybe halfway across the world. Um, and uh, although we do not give health advice on the <laughs> Resilient Business Podcast, uh, it's becoming pretty clear health authorities around the world are coming to realize that if you do, uh, if you do meet somebody face to face, it's much better to do it outdoors than indoors. That seems to be definitely a consensus. Um, of course, you know, masks, there's getting to be very good consensus on wearing masks and keeping that good amount of distance, you know, a meter or more. Um, but if, you know, that, um, that can be an option depending on, you know, the situation in your own local area. Um, but they both work great. I mean, I've had some great meetings. Uh, Toral and I had a great walk and talk. And you're right, Toral, I, I, I remember that walk so clearly. We took with you and your daughter um, on a little break from the, <laughs> uh, the slow business adventure. Um, yeah. And it's, you know, it's, yeah, it's really, um, it's really powerful. It's a really powerful way to get your brain activated. Let's talk a little bit about, because that's really walking with, with kind of other people, whether you're on the phone or actually, you know, quasi face-to-face -face or semi face-to-face. -face. But there's also a lot that you can do with solo walking. And I think this is somewhat more familiar with people where maybe you're having a, a tricky situation and, you need perspective and taking a walk is so great for this. Do you want to talk about that? Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> uh, it's 
some interesting research that uh, has been published uh, about the link between walking and creativity. And I was really lucky to be part of one of those uh, by a researcher called Mia Kainanen. And she's a groundbreaking researcher and she has uh, done some investigation into why walking and thinking among academics in Norway uh, have um, proved to foster more uh, creative thinking. Uh, and it's, this, is like, this is like the oldest practice, um, I think, among acad uh, academics. Because back to the uh, Greek philosophers, uh, academics yeah. were walking and teaching and have really utilized walking for thinking as an explicit practice in their professional lives. And this is what we as entrepreneurs now can benefit from. Um, if it's artists, researchers, writers, uh, business leaders, it's so much power in this practice. And in one of the studies, she uh, asked people, like, how are you using this? Like, is it some kind of specific type of walking? Um, do you feel something like uh, different when you're outside versus in your office? How fast do you walk? <laughs> is it a specific rhythm? And the answers were so interesting. So people found that they kind of engaged in a more, uh, they had a more like deep feeling, a slower frequency um, compared to when they were indoors. And they just felt that it was like different thoughts coming to them. Uh, and some people walked for stimulation to stimulate thinking. Um, she interviewed, for example, an uh, inventor, and he had actually created 156 patent cases, mm. <laughs> which is pretty incredible. And he said that uh, he came up with all of these by walking around a small lake in Norway called Songsvam, uh, by walking and thinking. So um, if you're an in, in inventor, a uh, professional inventor, you don't even need to be in your office or uh, you know in your lab um, and some people felt that their thoughts were calmer and it's easier to concentrate if you're feeling a bit distracted and i think especially during the pandemic many of us that normally are able to focus and concentrate have struggled with uh, being focused and calm um, and other people said that it kind of opened a more rich inner landscape. So they felt a connection between, or like a symmetry between the bodily feeling and the thinking. And when it came to the rhythm and speed people were walking at, um, most people had this uh, like phase where they warm up and then they go at their own like natural speed and they just let the thinking happen. So I think the best practice for walking and thinking by yourself is very similar to when you do it with others in a walking meeting. You have this uh, small five minutes warm up phase and then you're on the way. Then you find your own rhythm and then you can let uh, the thoughts start to uh, wander uh, or your mind wander or you can focus on a specific topic or a problem you want to solve yeah i i find walking completely essential and most writers i know would say the same 
that, you know, you're working on a project or you're working on a, a con piece of content like a blog post or a book chapter or whatever it is, um, even an email, you know, to a tricky client or uh, your boss or, you know, um, something where you really want to make sure that your ideas are clear and that you're articulating them well. And I find if I think about the problem or think about the the problem in the sense of a challenge, right? The, the work to be done. And then uh, I always have my walking shoes on. So <laughs> yeah. head, out the, head out the door, you know, with the dog or without the dog, depending and um, go for a walk. Yeah. You know, at first you're just focused on, okay, you know, get out the door, get myself, get everything organized. Um, and then it starts to take over and you're, the, the deeper part of your brain starts to take over and starts to answer these questions and really consolidates your ideas. Um, I like to walk with a little, um, just like little note cards in my pocket. What do you do when you want to, you know, do you worry about capturing ideas? Do you just keep them in your head? I wish I had an app for that. <laughs> Does someone want to make that with me? <laughs> uh, honestly, I often uh, just carry a physical notebook or I record things. But yeah. when I record them, I find it a bit difficult to go back to uh, everything later because it's a recording and often it's not convenient to go through a recording when I need to know <laughs> what I was thinking about at a certain point. I really want to make an app to capture, yeah. you know, walking ideas. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it is an ongoing challenge. But I also do find that, uh, that was interesting what you said about memory because I have found that. It's easier to remember things that happen when I'm on a walk. Um, and there's a book I will find and put a link to in the show notes. So we've brought up some names here that you might not be familiar with. And we will um, recap all of those for you in the show notes, which you can always find by going to resilientbusiness.fm. And that just kind of whisks you to the right place on the internet. Um, but we'll have some, some resources. And you might be able to hear in the background that my little dog also has ideas about how important walking is. She's got very, very strong feelings about this. <laughs> uh, so yes, yeah, so we've got we've got resources for you. We would definitely encourage you to take advantage of those. Um, kind of wrapping up. Do you want to talk a little bit about the workshop? Because this is a this is a a, a toral idea that I think um, is really fascinating. Yeah, I feel strongly that we should stop having conferences indoors. <laughs> yeah, well, you might get your wish. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I really feel that in such a digital world and such, uh, you know, a hurried world, we need to connect on a very deep level and we need a space to facilitate idea development and building relationships with other entrepreneurs, other business owners. and. The workshop is, it's, maybe it's a strange concept to some people, but I think it's very natural in a way because it's like a workshop on legs. So basically it's a facilitated workshop where you discuss a particular topic and we do this in the Slow Business Adventure Outdoor Conference and I've done it with up to 130 participants in an innovation and people's health conference. But you can also do it with a smaller group of people. So you need a person that will prepare the workshop that can help uh, uh, 
you know, uh, focus people on a particular uh, question that you want to create ideas around or a problem you want to discuss or solve. And then you walk uh, two or three people together and discuss this. And during the workshop, you will um, maybe uh, change those uh, smaller groups. Uh, and if you can't contribute uh, with anything to your small group, or you don't learn anything, you actually have to follow the two feet rule, which is that you actually have to walk from there and find another small group. So it's a very fluid and flexible way of working together in smaller groups, but it's great for ID development and you get that movement and you can benefit from the brain being up to 60% more creative while you're in movement as the famous Stanford study in 2014 showed that we're much more creative while we're moving. Yeah, and it just makes sense. I mean, we evolved as a as a creature that walks around and and does you know gets our food and uh, you know whether we eat plants or animals, you know that's that's our our evolution. It's tens of thousands of years of history of walking around and doing things. And uh, the little bit of time we've been able to sit behind desks is not enough for us to adapt. Yeah. And I want to offer a final thought, which is make walking your creative place. Make it a place where you have access to your knowledge, both the literal and abstract knowledge that you have and your old and new ideas and a place where you can combine all your experience and knowledge and creativity. Um, instead of just thinking about it as going from A to B, make it like this uh, beautiful place that you can access anywhere in the world, wherever you are. You don't need to spend any money. You can do it whenever you want. It doesn't require any equipment and it's accessible to everyone. Yeah, I really love that. I really love that. Um, so our big, you know, I think our biggest recommendation this week is just um, try it out. Go and yes. try. Um, and they do not have to be long walks, although long walks can be great too. Um, but go ahead and get on out and, you know, ask yourself a question and go for a walk and see if the answer arises. Um, take some of your calls and just head out for a walk. Um, and do visit resilientbusiness.fm. And um, we have some TED Talks, we have some book recommendations, some articles. Uh, so you can take some of these ideas even further for yourself and put them into practice. Yeah. And do let us know how that goes. Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, Toral, thank you so much. I'm glad we um, finally kind of got to make time for this because it's, it's a simple idea, but it's, it's so profound. Um, and little dog. And dogs like it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's your dog will be very thankful if you very. put more walking into your life. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. Stay safe and do great things. Bye.